Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to Back to Base on Africa Tech Radio. My name is Lillian. Back to Base is a program that provides an in-depth look at the lives and careers of successful tech founders. And in each episode, we have an interview with a tech founder. So you can see that when you put your mind to it, it can be achieved. And also uh, so that you can know the steps that you can take if you're interested in, you know, following that same footstep or you know, going to that field. And today we'll be having a conversation with Kelvin Umechuku, who is the co-founder and uh, CEO of Bumper. And we're going to be discussing, you know, how the, the story of Bumper, but I also want to talk about Kelvin. I want to talk about the journey so far. You see, commerce has evolved tremendously over the years. You know, I was not around when we had this uh, core uh, butter trade system. I was not here. I mean... But we still do it to today. You know, there was a time when that you always had have to go physically to get whatever you want from the market. You realize in the market or in the same state or another city or another state or sometimes another country, you know, whether you're feeling under the weather or you're feeling a bit lazy, nobody cares. You have to feed your family. So you'd go to the market, you walk around to see the item that you want, you bargain. You know, there was no other option. Or... Well, you went to purchase clothes. I don't even want to go into those ones. I remember back when I was a kid, my mom said I should go with her to the market. That was an experience that I would not want to relieve ever again. She went from shop to shop, bargaining one item. And then when we finished and she finally got what she wanted after hours, with all these items to the bus stop. And I remember saying once that I wish you could just be in a house and, you know, magically... All these things were appear. Little did I know that not only was that possible, but it was also not far off. Now, thanks to technology, we have e-commerce, electronic commerce, which has also metamorphed into a social commerce, which is a use of social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram to market and sell products and services. From the comfort of your home, you can purchase almost anything from almost anywhere in the world and it will get to you. Tell the people who were around years back that this is possible. They'll be like, What? Are you kidding me? You can book services, which has eliminated the need for queues in many places. From Nigeria, I can book a hotel room on Airbnb in the UK. And you know, I can go on, on and on, but I would not. I just want to have a conversation with a founder of an e commerce platform. I want to pick his brain a little. I want to pick your brain a little, Kevin. Good day. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show, Kelvin. I want to just go straight into it without wasting time. I want to know about your background. You know, did you grow with the tunnel vision of what you wanted to be? You had that vision. It's okay. I've seen it. Let me go to school in this related field. Let me do this because this is what I want to be in, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. And you start working towards it. Or did you stumble upon it along the way in life? When I was younger, I was entirely fascinated by tech. Hmm. Yeah. But did I know that I was I was going to solve problems in commerce? Definitely, definitely not. I think that one I stumbled upon it. But I I went to school studying mechanical engineering because uh, when I was younger, I believed that I was I could build flying cars. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch I watch a lot of cartoons mm-hmm. when I was small. There was this there was this cartoon called Zeta. I don't know if 
I asked people, people don't still know it till today, and I'm like, this cartoon, I never miss it. Yes, and the, it was this robot that had this flying cat, and I was just, I just believed, you know, that this thing we could do it. And so I studied mechanical engineering. And even when everybody was like, oh, study computer, I did not even like it was not even in my interest to to do anything in computer. It was more, you know, mechanical engineering. Um so after 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 secondary school, I, I went to OAU, um to OAU Bafame Wolo University in Ife. And that's where I studied mechanical engineering. So it's when I was about to enter school that I stumbled upon, you know, programming. Okay. Yeah. But this time we to go was mm-hmm. widely successful here, you know. And I was just I was on to go and I was just fascinated about the fact that so at this time they had announced twenty million users and seventeen million of them was from Nigeria, while three million was from oh, every other place, including the country where it came from. I was like, these guys just built this thing and we are using it here. Why don't we have ours? You know, and that I, I, I Googled it. I checked Wikipedia. I saw, oh, it was built with Python, you know, programming language. And I decided that I was going to learn how to build my own version of to go, you know, um, in, in Nigeria. So I basically started planning it out. I, I used the military header. You know, they had, they had all of this professional master um, yes. they had his rank yes. to go mm-hmm. you know Please, so um, me, I, was, I was like i was like I, yeah <laughs> i was like i was going to do my own existing sergeant you know after <laughs> <laughs> i was going to be my big my big, my big <laughs> the big difference between mine and yes um and so I, I i basically started learning to code and that was how i basically started meeting the kind of people that i I, I went to school with like my my closer circles are people that we are programming. So they were from my, uh, from different departments, electrical, computer. But those are the people that I spent most of my my early 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 time my in in school. That's those are the people that I spent time with. And you know, even at that time, I still did not know that I was going to do commerce. But for the one for commerce, I think um, it just happened in 2018. Before you say that, I'm just curious. <laughs> Let's rewind a little. First of all, what happened to your own platform? Your own, the platform you wanted to build, what happened to it? Oh, no. So I I built, I built something, Mm -hmm. but I I did not build the version of to go that I wanted to build. I ended up building something called voice app. Yes. V-O-I-S-S-A-P-P. Like it, it was, it was quite popular in school, like tech points, tech cover wrote about it, you know, when, you know, in 2014, 2015, you know, so I actually ended up building something similar, but now it was focused on campuses. Yes, what did it do? was like, it was a way to help with the information dissemination. So one thing that I noticed while I was in school was that, so if the school wanted to send us information, do you know what they do? What? They paste the piece of paper in the notice board, and all of us are meant to be going to that notice board to check. Mm-hmm. Lecturer wants to tell you something, paste it in the department. So there was this full lag of you have to go there first. So if lecturers now, like we we'll would go to a class, for instance, waiting for a lecturer, he cannot tell us that he's not like it takes 
on, after 30 minutes, people then start leaving. Like, okay, this lecture is not coming. So, I, 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 there was this gap that I noticed at the time. Mm. Yes, that, you know, we needed to get information a lot faster. You know, how about we have a place where we could get the students, the lecturers, the school, you know, everybody there, you know. So, it was like, it was called VOISS, Voice of Informed Social Students. You know, the, the the entire idea was that, you know, we could we could plug that gap, you know, with information mm -hmm. um, on campus. So no, I, I did not get to build my own, you know, to go, but I, I ended up building built, something so that was more relevant to how old are you when you built that? Ah, I, I don't know that I talk about my age, but Started building it in my 200 level. I think I launched it in my 300 level. Wow. So, this so, was 2014, 2015. So, about nine years ago. So, when when I was on Tugo, first of all, I, I never exceeded the novice part of it. I was a novice. You know, when I was on Tugo, I was just there, you know, chatting. Or there was somebody who was looking at the numbers, <laughs> who was checking, okay. <laughs> Uh, why is Nigeria like this? Why is Nigeria plugging into Togo? And even more than other countries, that is, I, I would just say that is exceptional. And it, it takes an exceptional mind to not just look at the chatting aspect of it, but also, you know, see what it can be and how to tap into it. That is great. So then how did you pivot? Because I know I, I've met you before. I've met you years back. And you were in another, you know, field, right? So how did you pivot from where you were to founding Bumper? My journey has been interesting. <laughs> My journey has been interesting. So from doing that, um, I, actually, I, I did pretty well in, with with in mechanical engineering. I was top five in my department. You know, finishing I finished with a four point three seven. You know, well, well, I just you know didn't get a first class, but but something happened. You know, after like my final year, and that was that. You know, I was I, I became popular in school. You know, because of reviewed this platform you know speaking here and there um people wanting to learn and then I, I i i first of all i noticed that people had a lot of questions for me that i could not answer all of it so i brought my friends and people that i built voice up with my, my my team and i had i can remember this day because i was lying down this was my final year mm -hmm. i was just like at that time whatsapp was you know now becoming more popular you know, and that's how, you know, it sort of took us out of business. You know, departments yeah. now had, departments now had, groups. you know, WhatsApp groups, you know, so that change was happening. And I was like, you know, I just left, I just like, you know what, let's just, let's just call it quit. Let me try to get a first class, you know, mm -hmm. when I was, because if I had, if I had gotten a particular set of grades, I would have gotten a first class, you know, but it interestingly, I had my, <laughs> I had my first E in my final year. That was just, and that just, you know, messed everything up. So I remember this day because I was, I was lying down and I was like, <laughs> so many questions, different people, WhatsApp, because my number was everywhere. You know, in that time, marketing was a little bit different. Like my number was on all the fires and stuff. So people always just texted me on WhatsApp. So I was like, I had all of these questions and I, I know many people that could answer these questions. And then I created a WhatsApp group and I added everybody into that WhatsApp group. And little did I know that I was going to be the birth of Consonance Club. Yes. 
Consonance Club is still exists today. Like we're, you know, we have over five thousand developers and designers, you know, people engaging, and we're building this community now of innovators. Um, but so some things that are happening now. I started doing things in the community. Yes, um, being more community focused, trying to help more people. You know, do what we did because you know when we we're doing ours, we did not necessarily get a lot of support. Yeah, I remember when somebody wanted to invest, I did not even know what it was. I just knew the person wanted to get equity, and I, I remember the the movie I watched with uh, social network on Facebook. I was like, ah, I'm not giving equity. I'm not. That's how we died. <laughs> oh boy! I was like, ah, this 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 this, this person asked for just three percent. I was like, eh, this percent is like billions. <laughs> And that's, and that's why we did not collect the money. <laughs> you know, because I, I did not necessarily, there was no understanding, mm -hmm. you know. Um, we're in a much better space now in the ecosystem in, in, in Nigeria because there's now more learning, more. Well, at the time, as students, there was nothing even about startups, you know, um, building a startup and the rest. So I started becoming more community-focused, doing stuff for follow-up. But when i noticed that i started doing you know organizing hackathons you know and the rest and so i was called in 2018 mid 2018 one of my bosses my my mentors and Udobong, um, he, he works at google and he was like oh they needed to do stuff there's a hackathon that google wanted to do with a, with a company with an organization called jan hackathon and that's how you know mm -hmm. i i i was contracted to to do that and basically that was my entry into STEM, you know, in general. Concerning the switch, I noticed that, so I, I have done a lot in STEM, so training young people to, to code, to, 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 learn, to learn STEM. I think counting is over 20K people, you know, 15 states, you know, we've done a lot and, and, that's, and, that's, how we, and that's how we met. Yeah. But I think I, I knew that I wanted to build a company later in life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, you can tell that I, I already knew that I had done it already with voice app. And I know that I, I made a lot of mistakes back then in, while I was in school. So I was like, um, if I was going to do it later, I also wanted to know how people would like learn from people that were doing it. And it was the easiest way that I felt like I could do that was to join CC Hub. Yeah, co-creation hub. This is Africa's largest innovation center. Mm -hmm. So CC Hub basically we supported early stage startups. You know, so I was the I was the program manager and portfolio manager. You know, so I had startups that I was managing and I was building programs. So I, I already had experience building programs. You know, for STEM and the likes, and so I just adapted it to early stage startups. But what this gave me was an opportunity to see inside startups like understand how startups worked you know um pitch decks you know um you know business plans you know at, you know supporting them in writing this supporting in this oh you know they're talking about the thing about growth you know i'm think i'm bringing in my ideas and stuff that i've done and so i think that that was where the switch started happening where from stem education like just focused entirely on oh how can we raise more people that were um, no, again, I'm st I, I still feel like I'm still in that space, and that's what Consonance Club, um, mm -hmm. you know, is still trying to do to today. But from there to now, going into 
how do you create value out of building something how do you build something that can impact more and more people um i noticed something when i was in tech courses like we 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 started trying to product productize even our services Mm -hmm. yeah and this was a very interesting transition for me because you know before i joined tech quest you know um, was focused on running things um the summer camps you know but this happened only at a particular time in the year and then you know because of it was it wasn't just in, in a location in lecky like it was how much you could make was very limited mm-hmm. you know you had a set number of students because of the number of chairs you have your location and stuff but we started trying to figure out how do we make this thing how can we make this thing you know more how can we reach more people you know, does it mean that we have to be running classes every week? You know, and and that's where I was able to bring in my community experience. I had been running hackathons in different places. I had been doing all of these things with the community, and then I I sent him. I remember tweeting something one time saying, "I'm trying to train young people in to code." And I'm trying to remember the tweet, but it was very well, probably it's probably my most popular today. And I needed volunteers. I clicked you know, on that and link. Really? Yes, that's how I how I, I we, we met actually. Wow. Okay. So I, I and that just went like I did not anticipate the level of support that I would get, and you know, and it just took off from there. And we started doing things now with different communities in different states, and now impacting a lot more people that we originally could. And that that felt like you know, product heading something, mm-hmm. yeah, to me. It's like now this some this small thing that you have can scale because of community. It felt like you know community could scale something, and so I was just fascinated about the idea of trying to create value with a product, and you know, and that's how I think that's how the switch happened. That's I think that's the closest to what I can tell. All right, let's talk about Bumper now. I've seen you have a very a very interesting journey from wanting to build flying cars, which I think you can still do. But the right of the way, technology is actually moving. But now you're switching to coding. So unless you go back to your mechanical engineering days, or <laughs> of course, coding can still be a big factor in it. So who knows? Don't give up on that dream. But from that, you 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 know did a lot of things. You have done you have done a lot of things in your in your life. And you're still young, so kudos. But then I want to talk about Bumper. What features do Bumper have? Because I know that Bumper is an e-class platform, right? So what do they have yeah. that sets it apart from other e-commerce platforms? What is the unique selling point? One of the most important things about you know how we build Bumper is the ease. Okay. Yeah. Before we started building Bumper, for instance, the average business owner that wanted to get a website would have to contract a developer, pay a lot of money to build a website that would take one or two months. And then to manage the day-to-day of the websites would would also take a lot of money and, you know, mm-hmm. for websites that will be will not be, you know, as great. So one thing that we the key thing is that if you sign up on Bumper today, in less than 30 seconds, you can actually get a website, a proper functioning website. A www. Yes, that, you man- you, that you can manage entirely mm. from your mobile phone. You don't need a computer. You don't need a developer. You can manage. Our, our biggest driving factor is that so much tech is available out there. Yes. But we're living in a society that because we are not as educated, 
you know we are we are missing out on a lot yes so like all of these things are happening in the west and you know in asia and stuff but and, but in africa we have so many businesses See, i i would go to to the university i came back after the university the small businesses that are around me were still where they are most of them many have died many died but businesses for us is a thing of survival but mm-hmm. when i come to the west here i say that businesses are they're they transcend like you know they are passed down to generation they become big businesses why in nigeria it's only for survival like i'm only doing business because i want to eat today mm-hmm. and you know there's we don't do much in terms of trying to see how we can scale and so we're, we're putting tools that can help business owners basically move their business online manage their business and grow it from their mobile phone so there's the part of going getting online and getting a website easily there's also the part of of being able to manage your day-to-day you know people are selling from multiple places maybe you're selling on whatsapp instagram you know your physical store you want to sell on a website we help you put all those things together so that you can you can you can even get proper analytics of how your business is doing across all of these places so that thing happens with us like we help you manage that so even your physical store you can record your sales on a day-to-day basis and you can engage your customers easily so send bulk sms bulk emails debtors oh i have a new stock you can do all of those things on 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 bumper app you know so those are like the the key things that you can do we call it like being able to move online manage and then grow your business Yes, these these are very uh, juicy. As we were talking, I was like, "Okay, what business can I put on there?" I hope it's not just goods, <laughs> services. Services are, are uh, accepted there, right? Not just physical. I, I don't. Brands. We're not entirely built for services, but if you can productize your service, for instance, if you say, um, "Oh, I want people to be able to book my consultation," we've seen people that that have done voting on bumper. You know, we've seen association collect their dues. You know, that's we see a lot of use cases for for bumper. You know, but we're right now we're we're like we're we're kind of designing for specific sectors, fashion, beauty, electronics. But we still see that people are able to use it. You know, entirely in ways that you know, as long as this can help me put my stuff out there, this can help me collect customers' information, this can help me collect my money, track my customers. You can use it. I still see it expanding in the future. So, I, oh, the, oh, the, the definitely. Yes, Chris. So, <laughs> if I and now, if I want to now, you know, have an e-commerce platform, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm listening to you, and I'm saying, okay, I can do something like this. I think I can. I have, you know, the, the drive, right? What steps do I have to take to to establish one? So, I'm one of you that do not consider that people have the same parts, that no two persons actually have the same parts. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it is going to be very difficult for me to even say, you know, the things to, to do, you know. Um, but one thing that I, I can mention is the passion has to be there. Okay. Because there are a lot of times where it would not be working out. Um, people see us today and feel like this is just, oh, we just did this and we got this. Forgetting that nine, ten years ago, I just started working on my first startup while in school. Even mm-hmm. if I did not know that it was a startup. This solution that we're building today, first time we worked on the project was in 2018. Even if it was not a company then, even if we did not even know that it was Bumper, we were just building a product that could help people post their st- get a website 
instantly. This was 2018, you know, and that's when me and my co-founder started working on this. And so it's only the pandemic that even brought it forward that, oh, let us actually push this thing mainstream. It was never a thing. So it's like a combination of a lot of things that have happened. And I think that, you know, even when you're not making money or when you're not, you know, you just, that passion being there is sort of like a critical factor to help you through all of the challenges that 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 would come come through. i'm still facing those challenges to, to today i'm facing different challenges but i feel like the passion is still what is you know why i wake up um early in the morning and try to you know still do what i what i have to do to achieve the goal that i've set apart from that i would say that a lot of young founders definitely or people that are interested in you know building their own companies they need to we need to learn you know learn a lot I think I, I spent a lot of it's spent a ton of my time trying to to learn. And if you notice it, it's like because I want to learn to build a business, I even went to work in a company where I feel like I could learn. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that that I think that, that that was a very important factor in my own business. Like when people see it, I say, see, when I was starting out, I I knew investors already because I had worked at CC Hub. I was already an operator because I had worked in TechWeb. I was known in the ecosystem. So when we posted this online, we had hundreds of users use us already. You know, it's not like I started something and then I'm now looking for everybody, the single one person. And from the beginning, I was able to reach out to to Opayawo to give us some money to basically build the product. Why? Because I was already a trusted member of the society mm-hmm. doing things that was out there. And I feel like as much as, you know, we want to just say, oh, from where I am in my room, I just want to do this and I want it to blow. The, it can be very difficult. And I've seen a lot of founders that, you know, are doing marvelous things, but they're just in one corner of the of their room doing these things and they don't get the recognition the publicity they need the recognition they need the support they need and that's and so i i would always and this is just all the things i'm saying are recommendations you don't have to do it like mm-hmm. again no two parts are the same but um, i was speaking with a founder recently she had worked five years in shopify in china at amazon and now she started an e-commerce platform she has all of the training she has so much training to do that and then she gets the support because she has done many of those things. If I was not an active member of the society doing things, like why would people trust me enough? You know, one of the key things that people would say is that, oh, they've seen me handle other things and with the same level of dedication and drive, if I, I they know that if I put my hands in, into this, you know, I could succeed. So that key thing is always that is is a factor that people don't necessarily consider. They feel like well, if I have something great, then I must I must get the support. Well, not true. You have to be able to show it through maybe your previous experiences or just being out there, just being trusted with the with the little that you you have currently, and being able to do stuff with it. So the passion, the learnings, and you know, I would say just keep on trying stuff. This is not my first rodeo. This is not the first time I'm starting anything. I have started a lot of things. But I, I notice something about myself. I keep starting, you know. <laughs> I'm a professional start. starter. <laughs> it means that it means that if I think about wanting to do something, I would most likely like, especially if if everything, if I feel like you know, it, it makes sense, I would actually start it. Um, and I think that people don't give themselves that opportunity. You know, if we did not do this thing in 2018. We would not be here. 
if I had probably not done the stuff that I did in school, mm -hmm. I'll probably not even believe that I, I can do it. Like there's all of those times that when we start something, we basically validate our <clears throat> ourselves. Like we're, we're telling ourselves that, oh yeah, you know, we we are the kind of person that can do. And so that, such that when you're not doing, you know, you can feel like, oh, this person is is out of the world. No, you're just somebody that ha that have gotten used to start Starting. doing, yeah. You know, starting. <laughs> you know, you're that. Yeah, yeah. You have gotten used to doing that. You've been able to drown a lot of years. Oh, I don't know this. Start. Oh, I don't. Just start. Just start it first. I think a lot of people you know? are so scared then, to to fail. That's why they don't start. So if you if you remove the fear of failing, starting will not be a problem. But that's the, that's the interesting thing. When you tell somebody to remove the fear of feeling, you know, what does that necessarily mean? <laughs> you know, what do they need to do to remove it? Start. I think instead of thinking about about it like, oh, remove the fear, then start. I think that then you would drown the fears. <laughs> you know, okay. just with the fears. I, I'm not even saying don't have fear. I'm saying have the fear. Yes. Have the fear that you're going to fail, but still start. Start anyway. Yeah, like it should not be yeah, just just still start just like okay you know what i'm just going to do this then oh because of your passion you're going to try to stay on it then the learning part that i mentioned you're going to ask this person that is doing it hey what do i need to get this thing from one to two people are going to give you advice you're going to learn you're going to read books and, and then you're going to move it to two by the time you get to two you're going to look back and say oh i passed one that fear is going to be like it's going to be drowned okay that means it's potentially possible for me to get to four Mm -hmm. and then you learn again even when those fears come in even when this that passion is what is keeping you so i think like it's just that trio of the passion the constant learning and just starting okay in case you're just joining us listening to africa tech radio and we're having a chat with kevin who is the uh, co-founder and ceo of bumper i've talked about how the question is why are they just joining us the <laughs> question is why are they just joining us you should you should have been here. <laughs> I mean, don't worry. You always you, always, know, you always get the, the the file, the full file, anytime you want on demand. <laughs> yes. So now I want to talk about I want to talk about e-commerce now. You know, like I have mentioned, I mentioned in the beginning that e-commerce has evolved over the years, and now oh, many yeah. see. It, it take, I bought this online. Everything I'm wearing, I bought online. I don't know how to go to you know shops anymore. Right now. We that go on, you know, online to patronize the those who have e-commerce uh, platforms or who are on e-commerce platforms or social media platforms, are we hurting small businesses who are offline? Those businesses that they're not, you know, tech savvy. They don't know anything about this. Are we hurting their their ability or the <laughs> to feed or to make money? I don't have been thinking about it. <laughs> who are the people you are buying stuff from? Are they not small businesses also? <laughs> So when when I see when when I see tech, I see tech as an advantage. Mm. You know, it's people would always lean on the advantage at each point in in time, and we've seen that from from the generations of how e-commerce has evolved. People would want to I want to put my things out there so that people can know that if you are competing with a different brand, and the person even in you will notice it in so in where people have their shops. Mm -hmm. Yes, where they situate their shops. Somebody's like, "Oh, I want to be in the corner side." Yeah. Yes, because more people are going to pass there. That is 
even if that person is entirely offline they are also thinking about their advantage mm. over the other person yeah yes and so the situations of shop was one thing that basically now it's still the situations of shop yes but because we notice something with technology as technology has been growing people people in the past would have to go to the market yes as you mentioned you and your mom you walk around the market that is where the customers would come to yes and then you're basically saying hopefully they see me you know you see people calling you ah ah customer madam madam come come by yes they are trying to get your attention yeah while you're walking by yeah mm-hmm. you see people with their big signboard you know all of those things is drag that you see people posting you know like someone selling rice and beans and like everything will be outside there's a reason why it's outside though it's not because they don't have space inside they're using it to attract you yes mm-hmm. they want to get your attention but now something has happened more and more people are now on social media yes so that that entire that entire scene where people are walking around physically in your shop people are now walking around in another place and which is on social media and what as a business owner because you are also you have to evolve with your customers your customers that have been walking on foot around you and now walking somewhere else the question is why are you not there when you were walking on foot you you presented your shop right there so that they can see you right mm-hmm. you have to also be where your customers are now because they're on social media you have to be there and then you're going to do the same thing that you were doing in your physical shop which is trying to get their attention mm-hmm. you see it's with customers people now doing content people putting out content all they're trying to do is to get, get your attention, attention. The, the core of it has not changed from what it has always been from trade butter from the physical stores so every small business owner would have to you're not going to change you're not going to change lillian and say lillian oh don't go to social media just because my business is you know in your is is in, down your street no now lillian is not working as much as she would normally work i would have to be where lillian is and that is the beautiful thing about how tech has evolved like how can we evolve with tech and so platforms like bumper has now made it super simple yes my mom is on bumper <laughs> you know she has a product that she's selling she sells all of this network marketing products and she's on bumper she uses bumper mm-hmm. and so it's like what exactly is your reason Phenomenal. what exactly is that your reason because i i would understand it before where it was difficult maybe you needed to get there was a, this large upfront cost because you needed to pay a developer 150k you the first thing is where do i find the developer Matu, how do i even you know engage and manage that entire process if i've not done the project management job before how the money 150k i'm just a small business owner where do i get it from but now for free yes you can literally get a website where your products will be and and you will be out you'll be out there you can sign up on facebook on twitter on instagram for free and you can have your products out there you know and so i feel like we have to be the one so you have to also tell that small business that you think say please come online come, come to online where I, am. You know, to- <laughs> I was on on instagram <laughs> <laughs> i was on instagram the other day and i saw a video this lady was in a car, car, car crying she was not asking for money 
but she said my small business is dying. She was crying. Mm. Normally, this is not what I do, but my small business is dying. Help me share so that people will patronize me. Comments were under that post. People were ordering what she was selling from all over the world. And I was just sitting there impressed. I read the comments. People said, I, I like how brave you are. You're not letting your business. This is the, the magic of social media. A little, social media. Yeah. Of a little boy would be doing something nice. Oh, look at what I did. I did this. Um, share it for me. And in seconds, people are always ready to, even if they don't want to you know, use it for themselves, they can purchase it for somebody just because they want to help your small business. So, yeah, go online if you're not online already. And um, before... It's, it's, it's the decentralization that, are, that have happened. Mm-hmm. The democratization where before now, like with, with tech, before now, yes, to do certain things used to be for certain people. But one thing tech has done and a lot of these platforms have done is now make it easy for anybody to be able to do certain things. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So before for you to for you to have guests in your house and collect money, you need to have a structure or a hotel. But now any of us, if we have one spare room, you can literally get a guest and collect money on that. Now you can make money. Mm-hmm. Before to be out there as a media person, you know, you probably need to have, you know, get <laughs> you know employed by a tv station all of those things but yeah. now you just go on on youtube and if your content is relatable if people love it if people share now you can just have you know there's this guy now that has like that that makes over 50 million dollars from just youtube from the content he posts on youtube he, he has over 200 million subscribers and it's like he has more eyeball people attend attentive to his stuff than tv stations Mm-hmm. you know that have all of these assets and he does not he did not set up one structure so i feel like that's one thing that tech has has basically done that would definitely need to take advantage of your your small your 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 small business in you know, one corner of Ibadan. your stuff can be seen by someone thousands of miles in canada and they can purchase from you because of all of the tech so they pay online you know and then you have logistics company push it all of these things are now possible. Never before was it possible. I love tech. I love tech. L- limitless possibilities. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is. <laughs> the moment my child just it's starts working, mama, dad, I'll just give you a laptop. <laughs> start, <laughs> start with scratch. You have to start with scratch. You have to know what, what, whichever branch of tech you want to go to. That is your business. But you have to know. You have to have. You know, when I was younger, I didn't. My thoughts were not the same thoughts that you had. You had a plan to build a flying car. I didn't have that thought because I didn't know these things are possible. I keep saying this. If a child has never seen an airplane, you cannot have the dream of being a pilot of that airplane. Definitely. So you have to exposure. Exposure is very important. Number one, that is very important. So, well, (laughs) um, before we go... I just want to hear if Bumper has like any like new features that are going to be released that we should wait out for. <laughs> Definitely, we are always, we are constantly building stuff. But, you know, I think a few things that are coming out is we're going to ensure people have more power in customization, in able to, being able to do mm. bulk, bulk things, bulk actions. You know, we're going to bring in our WhatsApp integration. You know, there are a few things coming out. Okay. Um, and then we're going to also enable, you know, selling on multiple platforms, you know. So um, the one one of the ones that will come out soon, we're, we're, we're done with that. But we're going, we're waiting for 
a push with with the with Google is the Google My Business. So from your if you have your product on Bumper, it's now going to be available on Google mm. so that you have more eyeballs. So when people search for, for products on Google, your products can can actually be, be seen. So those are like some of the key things that um I've just hinted by like they are, they are still mm. coded, but we will, we will look look out are, for uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we'll look out for that. Do you have uh, are there mentorship opportunities from you? If anybody would like to learn from Calvin Mitchell, so no, so I I, I think what we have a community called Consonants. It's a community for innovators, and I think I, I spend my time there. I'm on the WhatsApp group with with them. Is is like they, there's an application process, and you know. But once you're building something, it's something that, you know, people join. So, for instance, yesterday, I shared, like, we spent two hours, me and some of these, you know, innovators. I was showing them, you know, the decks that I use. So, because many of them are trying to fundraise, my decks that I use to fundraise, my entire process of that, you know, fundraising, um, how I organize, how I reach out, all of those things, even emails, like, I would put all of those things together for them, you know, things that are not necessarily even shared outside. Mm-hmm. So it's always private because, again, some of those information are also sensitive, you know, to me. But I feel like I feel like that's like something I can do. You remember, I'm still I'm still connected to the community site. I feel like that's something I can do because I feel like that's not something I got, okay, and I would have wanted to get. Or oh, it's probably my edge also because I had seen a lot of decks at CC Hub, so I knew. And many people will not have that opportunity. So how can I make it available? So I think that's like the closest thing to, to mentorship. I don't, I don't know that I, I have anybody calling me mentor and me calling anybody mentee. It's just <laughs> trying to support who I can. Okay. So what is the process of how, where, if, I'm, if anyone is interested in joining that community, how do they uh, so I, I think you can just follow Consonance Club on okay. Twitter. All right. Just the English word Consonance and CLUB Club. There's, there should be a link there to to, to sign up. It's it's pretty really, it's pretty really straightforward. There's okay. no like if you're doing something interesting, or if you're just building something, we're we're going to we're going to accept you too. Okay, and this is not limited to anything as long as you are in the tech space. Well, it's it's tech. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely tech. <laughs> as long yeah. as you're in the tech space, but it's not limited to any field of tech, just tech in general. So you can try and see yeah. if you will be taken. Please, eh? my only wish is that you integrate services in your platform <laughs> thank you thank you well, very much and <laughs> thank you in advance yes please <laughs> all right is there anything you want to add before we leave i think i've said a lot <laughs> i think i've said a lot I, I, i'll just say please remember to you know keep showing up you know no matter what you're doing even if you have not started building what you're doing i, I would say like you know keep showing up one of the most important things about being able to do things, you know, at scale is doing things, you know, even in the little things that you're you're doing, you know, don't get frustrated, don't get tired, you know, just keep showing up on every day you wake up and you're like, you know, I want to get it. I want to do the best that I can do in anything that I'm doing, no matter what, even if it's not the field that you plan to, to be in, even if it's not the role that you are, you're interested in, you know, don't be that guy that's like, Ah, this is not my thing, so I'm just going to half-ass it. You know, uh, I'm going to wait until like I'm doing what I love. No, like do it with diligence, and I feel like you know, as long as you keep showing up, you know, all everything continues to align to your favor. I've not seen anybody that have showed up consistently that things have not necessarily you know aligned for to an extent. 
All right, I can't top so that. Keep showing up. I can't top that speech. Yeah. Keep showing up. I had an interview <laughs> with the co-founder of Ingressive for Good, uh, Blessing Abeng the other day, and she uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, she was all about this. You know, she said she's not a core tech person, but she's in the tech field, right? How did she do it? Mm. She, she she didn't dump any skill that she had learned over the years. People think that you have to dump every mm. previous knowledge, but you brought this knowledge from here knowledge from here you joined another group just to get knowledge from there as well keep showing up and do not discard any previous knowledge it will always be useful uh, in any tech field that you choose thank you very much kelvin for joining us today i've always what the very first day i saw you i said this man is very interesting and you keep surpassing yourself thank you for thank you thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com